walking in resurrection life. Walking in resurrection life. We need to be walking in resurrection life. We need to be just where we belong. We need to be doing exactly what we're supposed to be doing. Do you hear me? You know, God sent Jesus. Jesus gave his life for us so that we can get our life in line. So that we can, uh, so that we can win. So that we can have a good life. That we can have the life that we, we need in this earth realm. Once these, uh, one of these days, soon, there is coming a mighty uh, worldwide resurrection. A mighty worldwide resurrection is coming. Jesus was resurrected, what, 2,000-some years ago. As we believe on Jesus, we be resurrected also. Did you know that? Huh? I'll show you that in Scripture. Uh, but there's coming a mighty worldwide, say worldwide, worldwide. resurrection. Worldwide. That, that day is coming. In the book, turn your, you can turn, turn, turn to this. In 1 Thessalonians 6, no, 1 Thessalonians 4 and 16. 1 Thessalonians 4 and 16. It says, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangels, with the, vo with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. We which are alive and remain shall be caught up. We shall be caught up with him in the cloud. We that are, uh, are alive and remain, the dead in Christ, our, our forefathers, our parents and uh, kinfolk, friends, all those that are gone before us, they're going to rise first. But we which are alive and remain shall be what? Caught up. There's a day coming when God is going to snatch us out of this world to meet the Lord in the cloud and be with him in the air. And then they say, we shall, so shall we be forever with the Lord. We will never be apart from him again. Hey, but now, if you don't know Jesus, if you haven't made Jesus the Lord over your life, uh, if you're not living the life that you're supposed to be living, do you hear me? Because you can't take no chances on, hey, I'm going to get saved and still live the same way. That don't match up. Huh? But if you be obedient and, and if you be willing and obedient and, and doing what he called you to do, you're going to be snatched up. You won't be left behind. You're going to be snatched up out of here. And meet the Lord in, with, in the clouds and, 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 and be with him in the air. And so shall you ever be with the Lord. That day is, is soon to come. That day is subject to happen. At in, let's, let's look at, i tell you what. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 15. Let's look at that. This thing can happen today. This can happen while we're talking about it. Amen. You got to be ready. You got to get yourself ready. When? 
right now. Amen. Look at look at uh, uh, Isaiah fifth. I mean, First uh, Corinthians fifteen, and I'm I, I'm getting excited talking about it. I uh, I'm still saying Isaiah, <laughs> but First Corinthians fifteen and fifty two, it say in a moment. What what did I say? In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. We shall be changed from this body into a glorified body. Say glorified. glorified. Hey, unto a body that, hey, we don't need, we won't have all this weight. We won't have all this sin going on. We won't have all this mouth-to-mouth stuff that we be talking and, and all this other junk. We won't have all that happening. They say, for this corruptible, this corruptible must put on incorruptible, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall put on incorruptible, and the mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O grave, where is the victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have the victory. So therefore, we must be, uh, uh, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Your labor. So once you receive him as your Lord and Savior, and then you live the life that he called you to live, your labor is not in vain. You have prepared to, or you are preparing yourself to be with him throughout all eternity. And, and when, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, the dead in Christ is going to rise, and we which are alive and remain is going to be caught up, snatched up out of here. And then here come that tribulation. Here come to Antichrist. That's, that's, and, and, and all hell going to break loose. And you don't want to be here when it happens. And God is, God is not going to allow his church to be here while that's going on. Darkness is going to be up on the face of the deep. Darkness is going to be everywhere. You know, just, you know, the light is gone. The church is the light. Amen. So we're going to be out of here. See, the reason why a lot of uh, this a lot of stuff could still be happening right now that's not happening, and it's not happening because we are here. Do you hear me? The, the Spirit of God is here. The light of God. We are the light of the world. Jesus said he was the light. He said, but now I'm going to be with the Father, so now you are the light of the world. I'm giving you power, authority, to shred up on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And by no means nothing is going to be able to hurt you or hurt your people or uh, uh, those that you are standing for, those you are praying for, those you are believing for. I mean, some stuff may happen, but, hey, I'm keeping them because of you. I'm holding them because of you. Do you hear me? So, but once we leave, every all hell gonna break loose. But you gotta make sure you leave. Amen. You gotta make sure you leave. But here's the good thing. We don't have to wait until uh, we don't have to wait till till God come and snatch us out to walk in this resurrection. 
we can walk in this resurrection right now. Huh? We can live a supernatural, we can live supernaturally while we are still living in this natural body. We can live supernaturally right now. Well, uh, in, in, uh, why? It's because in, in, what is that scripture? In Genesis, Genesis 1.26, he said we, we were created in his image and his likeness. Jesus, may God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Say, we are created in his image and in his likeness, and he have given us dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and every creeping thing that creepeth up on this earth. We have the power. We, we, make, we call the shot. We make stuff happen. We, people don't realize, Christians don't realize the authority that they have on the inside of them. They don't realize this tongue that they have is such a created object. Do you hear me? It, it, we can create anything and everything we want with our mouth. But at the same time, we are creating junk and hurting ourselves and keeping ourselves from being and doing the things that God wants us to do because of the things that we let come out of our mouths. And we have the power already to make stuff happen. Turn your Bibles to, uh, to Romans, in Romans 6. In Romans 6 and 4, it says that when we believed on Jesus, our old sinful nature died and we were buried with him. Do you hear me? We were buried with him. In verse 4, by the baptism in the death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so also should we walk in the newness of life. When, 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 when he was raised up when when he died we died with him when he was raised up we were raised up with him into a newness of life in in Ephesians 2 6 the word of God says God raised us up now we know right here we already see that so we want to really get annoying on the inside of us. Did God really raise us up? Well, in another passage of scriptures, which is over in Ephesians 2.6, he said he raised us up and made us. Say, made me. He made us sit together with him in Christ Jesus. He made us sit together with him. You know, and uh, what can we do? Be obedient and do what he called us to do. Sit together with him just like he calls us to sit together. But you still, here's the problem. You still have this sinful nature. You still have this sinful mind. So what are we going to do with this sinful mind? We have to renew it. See, we still have this flesh on us. Uh, we are a spirit. We have a body. And we live in, we, 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 no, we are a spirit. We have a mind and we live inside of this body. The spirit in the, in the, in the mind uh, or the soul uh, uh, has life throughout all eternity. Huh? But now, see, you got to renew your mind so that you can have the mind of Christ. The Bible said in, in uh, what is that, in, in, in Philippians 2, 5, it said, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. So we got to renew this mind. The flesh, when we die, when we die, the flesh is going right back to the dirt. It's lifeless. 
It has no life in it. But when we die, your spirit, your soul still have life that will live throughout all eternity. Right? So, now, we have to renew this mind since Christ has made us sit together in, I mean, God has made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We are seated in him spiritually. Physically, we are still here on this earth. And we can still do the things whatever our flesh dictates to us to do. And that's where our problems are. Our flesh is craving this and craving that. Our flesh is telling us to say this and say that. Our flesh is telling us to go here and go there. Do this and do that. And we are doing what? Obeying our flesh. And our flesh is going back to the dirt and be lifeless. Your flesh shouldn't dictate you at all. Your flesh don't have no kind of authority. You're the one that's supposed to put on the mind of Christ. We're the one that's supposed to do exactly what God is calling us to do. Turn your Bibles to Ephesians 4. When I get in the Word, I get a little excited. Hmm? <laughs> Look at Ephesians 4. Look at 23. It says, be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new man. Get rid of the old man. Get rid of the old lifestyle. Get rid of the man you used to be. You remember who you were? Get, erase him. Get him off the planet. Amen. He is no earthly good. He's trying to take you to hell. Right with Satan. The Satan is suggesting stuff. Dictating. And you're listening to him. You can't listen to him. You got to do what God called you to do. It may be harder. It may be uh, a little more stressful in, in areas. Hey, but uh, you can do it. You can handle it. Because if God be with you, who can be against you? God is going to be, God said, I'm going to be with you every step of the way. Do you hear what I'm saying? And he said, fear not, I'm with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, and I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. I'm going to be with you. He said, I, I am the Lord thy God, and I change not. I'm the same today, yesterday, and when? Forever, praise God. Do you hear me? God said, hey, you can do it. Hey, he said, we can do this. We can do this. We got to believe it. We got to get a knowing on the inside of us and know that we can do this thing, praise God. Where, where am I? He said, verse, uh, verse, 20, uh, verse 24, he said, put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Put on the new man. Back in verse 22, it said, put off concerning the form of conversation, the old man. You got to put him off. And then you got to put on the new man. Why? The old man is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. But then you got to put on the new man, which is after God created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying. You see that? He said, put away this lion. All liars is going to be thrown in the lake of the fire, according to uh, Revelation 21 and 8. Huh? Yes, sir. All of them. It said, for we are members of one another. Be ye angry and sin not. If you get angry, don't stay in it. 
Because you stay in it, you're going to sin. Get out of it. Hit it and quit it. Hit it and get off it. Do you hear me? Because if you stay on it, it'll say, let not the sun go down on your wrath. <laughs> Do you hear me? So stop going to bed with all that uh, anger, all that fussing. You know how we, we get mad at each other, and then, and then you go jump in the bed and, and, and didn't ask the Lord to forgive you for your sin, and then you choke in your sleep, have a heart attack in your sleep. Where you going? You're, you're headed to hell. Do you hear me? Don't, don't, you know, uh, you got to repent. We have to change. We have to get forgiveness in our heart. They say, neither give place to the devil. We are giving a place to the devil when we get angry and stay angry, stay in strife, quarreling, fussing, mad when you go to sleep instead of loving, kind, being gentle-hearted towards one another. You know, and, and, and walking in obedience to what God called us to do in these last days. We got to get ourselves straightened up. Let's go back over here to uh, uh, Romans 6. Got to get our lives straight. Look, verse 5, 6 and 5. It says, for if we have been planted, if we have been buried, you, uh, united, in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. So we should be resurrected if we died with him, we was raised with him. So you should know this in verse 6. The old man is crucified with him that the, the body of sin might be destroyed and henceforth should not serve sin. We should not serve sin. But our old man is crucified. That means our old man was nailed to the cross. Huh? That, that old lifestyle was nailed to the cross when Jesus was nailed to the cross. That junk that we talked was nailed to the cross. The lifestyle that we had was nailed to the cross. We shouldn't be doing the things that we used to do. Why? Because it was nailed to the what? Cross. To the cross. The word of God said in verse 7 that we were freed from that. Why? Because it's nailed. If I nail my hand to this thing here, it's stuck. Your lifestyle is stuck to the cross. It's not usable. But we force, we, you know, give me that back. Let me do what I want to do. Let me be a loser if I want to. Huh? Let me go where I want to go. Let me say what I want to say. Let me hear what I want to hear. Let me do, let me treat them the way I want to treat them. You can't tell me to forgive nobody if I, want, if I don't want to. And we lose right with them. Amen? We lose with them. They lose. We lose. We got to make ourselves get in line with the word of God. And we got to do what we have to do and what we're supposed to be doing according to the word of God. It said, now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. 
If we be dead with him, we should live with him. So we should be living with him. And Jesus is walking in love, full of joy, full of peace, goodness, kindness, gentle, faithful, dependable, trustworthy, control over everything. And that's the same spirit that is on the inside of us. That when, when we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, he deposits those same fruits on the inside of us that we, that we may conquer them and walk in them. We got to walk in these things. And we got to believe in these things. We got to believe that we can do these same things. Uh, uh, in, verse, in verse 12, it says, let, uh, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instrument of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourself unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instrument of righteousness unto God. In other words, don't let the members of your body control the way you live. Huh? Don't, let me say that on this side. Don't let the members of your body control the way you live. Huh? Don't let your mouth Say stuff that it shouldn't be saying. Your mouth is a member of your body. Do you hear me? And your mouth will run off and say too much and offend other people and get you in trouble and get you killed, get you hurt, get you messed up because you're talking too much. You got to watch your cell phone. You hear me? You think you done hung up and, hey, you got to... Wow, there's a whole nother company. Hey, let me get this. And you trying to get this, when you getting this, the, the person that you done left uh, are still on the line, but everybody on the line now. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you done said, I, I just got to talk to the old girl. Just, oh, Lord, and everybody on the phone. <laughs> hey, what did you say? What you, who are you talking about? Mouth will get you in trouble. Don't let the members of your, your body do what? Get you messed up. Your mouth can get you a hickey. Your mouth can send you to hell if you ain't ready to go to heaven. Do you hear me? Huh? Don't let your, don't let your feet carry you. Some, hey, you don't live there. Don't, don't, don't follow your feet in the, song, in the wrong house. Uh, don't let your hand get the wrong key. Huh? Oh, Y'all try to act like you don't know where I am. Huh? That's not your key. That key won't fit your door. Hey, what you doing over there? Hey, I saw so-and-so over so-and-so house. <laughs> watch, watch, watch where you live. Watch where you go with you. Watch where you follow your feet. Watch where you let your hand. Don't let your hand, your hand hold something and do something stupid that will put you, give you years. Huh? Don't let your ear uh, hear stuff that it shouldn't be hearing. You got to keep your eyes off of HBO. Huh? And, and, and R-rated. And pornos. Huh? You got to keep your eyes off of that. Keep your ears off of that. That stuff will get you in what? Trouble. Do you hear what I'm saying? That's mess. Huh? Those are the members of your body. You know, I don't even like to go to the barbershop 
because when you get to the barbershop where you hear so much cussing and you be, you be in the chair and you be swarming in your seat because you, you get they on your head and they cutting your head and you trying to swarm because the, all those guys are sending so much uh, four-letter words, you know, them four cussing words, they sending them to you and you can't get out of the chair and all you can do is sit there. That's why I like to have somebody come to my house and cut my hair. That's why I like to go to the barbershop at 7 o'clock in the morning. You know, my wife said, where you going? Get my hair cut. Why are you going so early? So I won't hear all that cussing. Do you hear me? Oh, you men ought to know that what go on in the barbershop. I don't know what go on in the beauty shop, but that's what go on in the men's shop. Do you hear me? We got we to gotta not let these members of our bodies dictate and rule us to where it will get us and keep us in trouble. We have a resurrection life and we're supposed to live resurrected. Amen? Amen? Amen. That's, that's, that's who we are. Well, pastor, why do believers get beat up most of the time and why aren't we walking in constant victory like we're supposed to be because we are Christians? Well, because you are living far below, be, below and beyond our, the privileges that God gave you. You are barely walking in the resurrected life and power that God has made available for you because you're not doing what he called you to do, praise God. We have to learn to walk in a whole new realm of the spirit. Did you know that? that we have a whole new way of, 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 of learning to walk in. And we're not, we not being obedient to do. That's why the Bible says, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you should meditate on it when? Day and night. And observe to do all. When you get it in you, then you got to observe to do it every day. This stuff is, this is something that we have to do every day. Before we gave our heart to Jesus, all we could do was operate in the flesh. Let the flesh dictate. Let the flesh rule us. Let the members of our body run our life. And that's the, what we did. We let that happen. But now, it's not like that. The Bible said in Romans, uh, 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 Romans 6 and 11, it said you need to reckon yourself to be dead. Huh? Can a dead man talk? Can a dead man go to Larry's house? Can a dead man can a dead man cuss? Dead man can't even eat, huh? And say, reckon yourself to be what dead, but alive to God through our Lord and Savior, who Jesus Christ, huh? You got to see yourself as alive. You got to start. Hey, hey, if Jesus been resurrected, I'm in Him, He in me. I'm I'm resurrected. I should be living a resurrected life. I should be living a life high above Satan. And Satan can't touch this. Satan can't predict this. He can't suggest this. He can't make nothing happen in my life. I'm who God say I am. I've been called, appointed, and anointed. I'm blessed by, the, by, I'm blessed by God, praise God, and can't nothing stop or keep me from having and doing what God called me to do. All I have to do is recognize who I am. Do you know who you are today? Hallelujah. The spirit of the Lord is upon you. 
and he have anointed you to preach this gospel of Jesus Christ to the poor. He sent you to heal the brokenhearted, preach deliverance to the captive, and the recovering of sight to the blind, and set at liberty to them that are bruised, and preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Why? Because God said, I put my spirit in you. Huh? You are my people. Huh? I, I put my spirit in you, and, and you are my people, and I'm your God, and you 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 supposed to be living according to what I have put in you, and you're supposed to be uh, 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 on top of everything that is coming up against you, said the Spirit of God. Can't nothing hold you down. Can't nothing keep you from having what God has in store for you today or any other day, praise God. The word of God says, we have been called to walk in his ways. Hmm? In, in John 14 and 6, it says, Jesus said that I am the way. I'm the truth and I'm the life. And no man can get to the Father and except by me. He said that in, in, in Hebrew 10, 20, he, Jesus said, I'm the living way. In other words, I'm the, I'm the living way. I'm the only way to the Father. And there's no other way to get there. And so we got to get, get ourselves lined up. But, but people are saying, I wish God that we would, he would deal with us the way he deal, dealt with Abraham and, and, and Moses. Abraham and Moses didn't uh, interact with God, but every once in a while. It may have been years when they got a supernatural experience uh, 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 with God or appearance with God. We have the life of God living in us right now. The Bible say in, in Colossians 1.26, Christ in us, the hope of glory. Huh? It, it said in 1 John 4.4, 4, he said, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Where is he? He living in us. What are he living in us for? To talk to us. To help us. God is walking and talking with us every day. Do you hear me? He's walking and talking. Well, 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 exactly tell me, Pastor, exactly what is he saying? One thing he's saying is you be holy. and, and, and <laughs> You be, be ye holy because I'm holy. Huh? He said be righteous because I have given you the spirit of righteousness. Huh? He, he, he said, he, he said, you are more than a conqueror through him, through me, that, because I love you. He said, hey, I, I'm here to supply all of your needs according to your riches and glory. I'm wishing that you would prosper and be in good health. I'm wishing that you would come out of your, out of your stupor. I'm, I'm, I'm wishing that you would do what I call you to do and believe and trust in me that I'm with you in every area of your life, praise God. I want you to have the breakthrough that you want in your life or that you need in your life. I'm there for you. 24-7. I'm making intercession. My son is seated at my right hand and he's interceding for you 24-7, praise God. He said, I mean, God is talking to us all the time. And he wants us to have the victory that we're supposed to be having. There's nothing like being born again and continuing to live the life of the world. Do you hear me? You're born again but you still living that same old life. Wake up. 
Tell your neighbor, say, wake up. Tell it on the other side. Wake up. It's time for a change. We can't live the same. We can't be who we used to be. We can't do what we used to do. We don't want to do what we used to do. When you do what you used to do, you're going to kill yourself. Do you hear me? The stuff we used to do was killing us. Do you remember? And that's why a lot of us in the shape that we're in now, and we praying and believing God, Lord, help me. Please help me, Lord. And he's taking his time. Because all you saying is, Lord, help me, and you ain't having no faith to back up, Lord, help me. You're not doing what you're not. Faith come by hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. And I see you every once in a while on Sunday. I don't never see you on Wednesday. And so faith is not coming in your ear across the pulpit at your church. Well, I hear it on TV. But I don't, hey, if God would have wanted you to be a, a television uh, Christian, then he would have told you that. But he didn't. He sent you to your, a, a local church so you can hear the word of God come across the pulpit so that you can be right in, 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 uh, in, in tune with it and you, it, you can sense this thing. You can, it, hey, here it is, live in living colors. Huh? Hey, if you want to come out of something, you got to do something to get it. Amen. This is a fight. You got to put up a fight. You got to put up a fight if you want to win. Mm-mm. So, I mean, we, 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 we sit around and we get saved, we give our life to the Lord, but we continue to live the same way. When we are in the condition, when we in that condition, we know just enough about God not to enjoy sin. But we don't know enough about him to get out of sin. We know just enough to enjoy sin and keep on sinning, keep coming to church, keep saying you're a Christian, keep, you know, semi-acting like a Christian, but you don't know enough in you to make you quit doing the things that the devil is telling you to do all the time. Do you get that? We got to come out of that. Here's the thing. Instead of uh, setting your affection on things above, like the word of God say in Colossians 3 and 2, Set your affection on things above, not on these things which are on the earth. Uh, get your mind off of the things of the earth. Uh, the, the word of God say, where had that scripture go? It said in uh, 1 John 2 and 15, love not the world, but the things of the, love not the world, nor the things of the world. He that loveth the world, the love of the Father is not in it. If you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. All that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. But it's not of the Father, but it is of the world, and the world is going to pass away. But he that abideth and 
and, and, uh, in, the, in the word of God shall live throughout all eternity, shall be blessed, and shall have the things that God has set up for him throughout all eternity. So instead of setting your affection on, on things above like you should and drawing near to the word of God and to prayer, what are you doing? You're still uh, spending your time in the natural things and in the worldly things doing things that won't help you doing things that won't bring you out of the situation that you're in. You got to come out of that stuff. You got to get your mind stayed on Jesus so he can keep you in perfect peace. Huh? You have to make your mind up that you are walking in. I, hey, I'm going to walk in the resurrection. If Jesus was resurrected, so can I be resurrected. Jesus said in, in John eleven twenty five, 25, uh, uh, I'm the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Then he said, do you believe this? Do you believe it? Do you believe that you'll never die? Well, you know, every man going to die, Pastor. Your flesh is going to die. Your spirit man will never die. And your spirit man is going to end up with whatever Lord you chose. Who are you choosing? Amen. Who we choosing? Whoever you choose, that's where you go. Whoever you choose, that's where you be. Amen. So we got to make sure we make the right choice. Amen. God said that he raised us up from the dead. I believe it and receive it. Do you believe it and receive it? He made us sit together in Christ. I believe it and receive it. Then I need to make myself walk in the blessing. You got to make yourself walk in the blessing. You got to make yourself walk in the victory. Do you hear me? You got to make yourself walk in the good life. You got to make yourself walk in the life that God has created for you to walk in, praise God. He don't intend for you to be whipped. He don't intend for us to be mediocre. He don't intend for us to be hurting and suffering. He, don't, he, he intend for you to walk in healings. He, he intend for you to be, have wealth and riches shall be in your house. But we got to fight. We got to begin to fight a good fight of faith. We got to. We got to. We need to repent and say, Lord, I know you with me. And as of this day, and I'm with you for good. I give myself to you, wholeheartedly, over to you. I made. I made my mind up that I would not turn back. I would not give up turn coward and quit but I will stand firm on the word of God because I believe that the word is true and the word works as of this day I'm not allowing Satan to run my life dictate suggest things that won't that does not line up with the word of God I'm believing you father you and I will make this happen we'll, we'll turn over a new leaf as of this Resurrection Sunday, I'm turning over a new leaf to live the life that you called me to live. And I'm just giving you praise, honor, and glory because I know you said that you were with me and you will never leave me or forsake me. And you said you will, you will, you will, you will help me to, to overcome and to, to have everything that I, my heart so desires. So I give myself all over to you today in Jesus' name. Amen. I give it to you today, Lord. Stand to your feet. In Jesus' name.
and believe it. And let's walk in victory. Let's walk in a good life. Let's walk in a different life. Let's walk in a blessed life. Let's have what we say. Start practicing the right thing. If you, if you start to say something that you know is negative, that you know is wrong, you know that it's not going to help you, catch it. Hold up, mouth. Don't you say that. We don't talk like that anymore. Do you hear me? We, hey, we are who God say we are, and we can have what God say uh, uh, what we can have. We have been called, appointed, and anointed to live this life of Jesus Christ. And hey, I, hey, I'm resurrected. God said I was resurrected. Jesus said I was resurrected. Jesus paid the penalty, and I believe it. I'm healed. I've been bought with a price by the blood of the Lamb. I give myself to you, Lord. I lay my life down for you, just like you laid your life. I lay all of that fun that I used to have.